At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Sports Betting Network. It is our number three of the Greg Peterson experience, which means that it is officially Sunday in all the continental 48 states. And let's look at the calendar. Oh, yes, it is October. And that means that is a NFL football Saturday, which means here in the final hour, we are going to be going NFL heavy. Going to give you guys a little bit of an overview of Dodgers versus Braves as well. That is a big game, game two of the NLCS. I'll give you guys a little bit of my handicap towards the back half this hour, but we are certainly going to be hitting the NFL fast and heavy in this final hour, and we've got to be starting out with a game that is going to be going down in London. If you're out here on the Pacific time zone, hopefully either A, after you wind up hearing this handicap, that you wind up getting some sleep in order to get up early, or B, you just plan on not sleeping, take the Greg Peterson approach, and I do not blame you for it, because the less that you sleep, the less time you spend wasted due to sleeping, which that is something that I unfortunately advocate for, but at the same time, it is what it is. But I take a look at this one. Miami Dolphins, Jacksonville Jaguars, they're going to be doing battle out there in London, England. And you've got the Miami Dolphins, the favorite in this spot. You're seeing them pretty much across the board as a three-point favorite. And I just can't bet on the Jacksonville Jaguars until either A, we wind up seeing some adjustment when it comes to these spreads, like, I would need more than a touchdown to even consider the Jacksonville Jaguars in this spot. I mean, they have been that bad. You just take a look at this team and you tell that Urban Meyer just flat out doesn't care. There's a lot of college coaches that they wind up coming up to the NFL and they don't wind up having success for some reason or another. You're able to take a look at it. Steve Spurrier, heck, even someone that wound up coaching for the team on the other side, Nick Saban, while he was with the Miami Dolphins. Things did not wind up working out for him. With Urban Meyer, things are not working out for him. 
And the big reason why is because he just flat out doesn't care. He's getting into controversies off the field, whether you take a look at it from just a football circumstance or a moral circumstance, and it's not a good situation all the way around. And you just take a look at it in general. This is a Jacksonville Jaguars team that they're just completely careless. Trevor Lawrence is right now leading the league in interceptions. He has wound up throwing for eight of them. It has been a bad situation there. Now, what I will say for the Jacksonville Jaguars is the fact that despite the fact that ATN was lost for the season before it even started, they have been able to do a good job at the back in the backfield with James Robinson. He has been incredible for this team. He's been racking up right around 5.8 yards per carry. He's had some very good recent weeks, giving the team at least 75 yards in each of the last three against the Cardinals, the Bengals, and the Tennessee Titans. So I will say Tennessee Titans run defense is not necessarily too much to hang your hat on, but with the Dolphins as well, they have been playing the recent last few weeks with Jacoby Brissett under center. You can tell that he was not able to get all like a lot of anything generated 17 points or fewer in each of the last four games for the Miami Dolphins. Our good friend Tua Tagovailoa is going to be coming back in. I know that there was some souring on Tua Tagovailoa prior to the injury. I think that we see with him back there, it is a little bit of a better situation for the Miami Dolphins. Now, with the Dolphins, they have been dealing with a couple of injuries when it comes to the defense. The biggest one is Xavion Howard. Howard has been really dealing with a little bit of ailment. It looks like he is not going to be able to play in this game due to a groin injury. So that is something that you certainly do want to know, but... I take a look at the Jaguars. I don't think that they necessarily have the weapons to be able to take advantage of that. LaVisca Chenault is someone that has a relatively solid wide receiver. But until I just see a little bit of fire from Urban Meyer, until I just see Urban Meyer start to care at the very least a modicum for this Jacksonville Jaguars team, it's hard to be able to take them. And heck, even Trevor Lawrence, I don't think that he's been really giving off the world's greatest vibes as well. The total of 47, I think, is intriguing because with the Jaguars, they are a defense that they have not necessarily been so great at the same time. I do think that there's going to be a little bit of an adjustment period for Tua. And we notice it with just these stadiums out there in England as well. They do get a little bit more just torn up in general because a lot of the places where they do wind up playing, they're more set up for soccer rather than professional football. So they're set up for the wrong form of football, for lack of a better term. And I do think that that is something that plays into this a little bit because I do think that you've got a pair of teams that they're going to be looking to move the ball on the ground. So it's going to be a little bit more sloppy. It's going to be a little bit more muddy. So I take a look at that total of 47. I just really don't know which of these teams is going to be able to get to 24 plus points to be able to help with that total over. So I'm looking at the under and until I see any modicum of a reason to back the Jacksonville Jaguars, they are currently a fade team and or I wind up seeing a big adjustment with the spread and you would need a big adjustment with the spread for me to be able to consider the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm able to consider this team a little bit more. You've got the Green Bay Packers going on the road against the Chicago Bears. In my opinion, the best rivalry in all of the NFL. I am a biased person that wound up growing up 45 minutes away from Lambeau Field, though, so that is up for debate. What I don't include my bias in is the handicap of this game. Right now, you're seeing the Green Bay Packers as a a 5.5-point favorite. Total on this game is 44, and even though you've got Aaron Rodgers doing absolutely amazing things, I do think that there is a way which the Chicago Bears are going to be able to hang in this one. I would be looking at the Bears if it were a touchdown, but here at 5.5, because it is a little bit more of a dead number, I do think that there is value on the Green Bay Packers, though I do also think that there's value on the over. We've seen Justin Fields be a little bit more efficient the last two weeks, ever since it has been Mr. Laser doing the play calling 
for the Chicago Bears. So I do think that that is very good for this team because you just take a look at what wound up happening with that calamity against the Cleveland Browns in which he wound up going 6-20. There was just absolutely nothing generated by the Bears that weekend. I will say, I think that the Bears were the beneficiaries of the, shall we say, situation that was going on with the Las Vegas Raiders last week. Because keep in mind, seven days ago, John Gruden was the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. It feels like it's been either an eon ago or like 30 minutes ago in which he wound up getting canned as the coach of the Vegas Raiders or in the words he wound up stepping down, resigning, what have you. But I mean, the facts are the facts. John Gruden is not going to be on the sidelines this Sunday. So there is that. But you take a look at the Green Bay Packers and I do think that they are set up for success. This is a Bears defense that with Khalil Mack and company, it is very nasty. But I do think that the Devontae Adams to Aaron Rodgers connection is not going to be going away anytime soon. But one of the reasons why I do look at this total over is because there is quite a few key pieces for the Green Bay Packers that are on the fold. Kevin King, who I call charcoal because he gets burnt seemingly every single game. I mean, he has not been good for the Green Bay Packers. He is going to be out of the fold, but bigger than that, Jair Alexander is currently on injured reserve. He is, in my opinion, one of the more underrated secondary pieces that you're able to find in all of the NFL. But then you take a look at the Chicago Bears as well. Artie Burns is questionable for this game. I fully expect him to go, so that is part of the handicap. If he winds up being actually out, that would actually be a little bit of an upgrade here for the Green Bay Packers, in my opinion. But beside the point, I take a look at the Packers. I do think that they are going to be able to move the ball really well. And with the Green Bay Packers, this is a bunch of which they haven't necessarily been able to do the world's greatest job with the ground game in recent weeks. But we all know that when you wind up getting peak Aaron Jones, it is something that is very good for the team. You wind up being able to bust out against the Bengals last week with over 100 yards. Now, a little bit of a beneficiary of the fact that that game wound up going to overtime. But I do think that Aaron Jones is going to be able to find some space to be able to roam around, be able to get into the second level of this Bears defense, be able to rack up some big plays. So I take a look at this spot. I do like the Green Bay Packers to be able to cover this summer. I think the five and a half, a little bit of a strange one, but I think that they should be able to cover this summer. And I do think that we're going to see the Bears be able to put up a couple points. I like the way that they've been able to progress. I do think that there is a very bright future for Justin Fields. The only reason why I was a little bit more bearish on him a few weeks ago is just because Matt Nagy had absolutely no idea what he was doing with the play calling ever since he's turned things over to laser. Things have been much better for the Chicago Bears. As a result, I do think that we're going to be able to get some points, especially with a pair of secondaries that are a little bit banged up. So I'm taking a look at an over in this spot, and I'm also going to be taking a look at the Green Bay Packers. It's also going to be very fascinating to see what we wind up getting with this total because it's a full 10 points higher than what we wind up seeing in Packers and Bears. And in the last segment, I was talking about odds to be able to win MVP, and I was mentioning the fact that Patrick Mahomes was getting a little bit disrespected in that. I think that he's been getting a little bit disrespected in general when you take a look at all of these media types saying, oh, he's not a top five quarterback or anything else. I think that that is going to be some great fuel for our good friend Patrick Mahomes as the Chiefs hit the road to face off against the Washington football team. This is one in which you're seeing a lot of six and a halfs out there. You're seeing a little bit of a smattering of sevens. Depending on if you've got six and a half or seven, the juice might be moving around a little bit. If you're laying a six and a half, with the Chiefs, you're likely laying like a minus 120 or something like that. If you're getting a 7, you might be getting a little bit more even money. So keep that in mind. But I take a look at it, and I do think that the Kansas City Chiefs should be able to win this game. We're actually seeing a minus 110 on the minus 6.5 that we're seeing in a couple of East Coast jurisdictions. I think that that's a very good value there because I think that the Chiefs should be able to cover by more than a touchdown. You always want to be shopping for the best of the number, though, because how many games don't we see at the end of the year that... 
It wound up being a spread of like seven and a half, and it lands on seven, six and a half lands on seven, what have you. So I do think that you should be doing everything that you can to be able to get a six and a half if you like the Kansas City Chiefs. If you're looking at Washington football team, do try to get that seven. It might not wind up coming in play in this one, but just long term, it is always something that is going to be very beneficial to both your sanity and your bankroll. But I take a look at it, and I do think that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be destined for a big game in this one. And the reason why they've been losing these games recently has not been because Patrick Mahomes hasn't been moving the ball. I mean, he's got over 1,475 yards and 16 touchdowns this year. He's been able to move the ball on the ground as well. It's just been the fact that this defense has been a big, giant stinker for the Kansas City Chiefs. And you take a look at it, they've given up at least 29 points in every single game thus far. Now with the Kansas City Chiefs, this is a team that they've got a track record of being, shall we say, shaky on defense at the beginning of the year, and they progressively get a little bit better. I do think that they're going to get a little bit better, but the reason why I do think that the Kansas City Chiefs is going to continue to get a little bit better is because, while they really at this point can't get any worse. They are towards the bottom of the lake in so many of these defensive metrics. I do think that they're going to give you a little bit more of a spirited effort, but I do take a look at this total at 54, and I do think that it's going to go over because we've got to dive into what we're getting out of this Washington football defense as well because we thought that this was going to be a very vaunted group. The reason why they're currently below 500 is because they haven't been so, so we're going to do a little bit more of a deep dive on this Chiefs versus Washington football game as we get set for a big NFL Sunday on the other side of the Greg Peterson experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Shoot for victory. Stream live TV. Play for free this hoop season with the Hulu Plus TV Prediction Series. Join four free to play prediction pools for your shot at $20,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Hulu now to get in on the action. This hoop season, it's time to have Hulu Plus live TV terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. Please see DraftKings.com for details as you're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And speaking of Hulu, I've picked out my guilty pleasure movie for the night when I wind up working on college basketball previews at right around 3 a.m. We're going money playing tonight. I, apparently, that's one with Kelsey Grammer, so we have decided to pick out that one. I have a bad habit of watching some just random movies off of Hulu while I wind up writing up college basketball conference previews and what have you at like four in the morning. So we're going to have a blasty blast with that. And we're going to have a blasty blast when it comes to taking a look at the NFL. And plus, when I'm working on my late night previews for college basketball, 6.30 a.m., I'm going to have football to watch. So we're going to have a good time there. And we're going to have a good time watching this Washington football team versus Kansas City Chiefs game. I was talking about a little bit on the other side. I pointed out the fact that we've got some massive deficiencies when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs defense. As a matter of fact, it's historically bad at this point, but I take a look at Washington football team and it's not like they've necessarily been monsters of the midway themselves. This is a bunch of, they've allowed at least 29 points at each out of their last four games. And you take a look at Washington and it's been a little bit befuddling because coming into the year, we all thought that this was going to be a defense that was going to bear down and it was going to be rock solid. Now, I will say this, they faced off against some pretty tough teams to be able to play against on the road against the Buffalo Bills. We've seen what Josh Allen has been able to do this year, but when you wind up giving up 29 points at Danny Dines and company, when it comes to the New York Giants, when you wind up giving up 33 points to a Saints team that, let's face it, they should be a little bit more of a defense-based team at this point because now they have seen a little bit of changing in the guard. You have some massive concerns there for Washington. It's not like they've been dealing with a lot of injuries either. Chase Young is still there. You've got Montez Sweat, who does a good job in that front seven. Landon Collins is back there in the secondary. He's able to lower the boom, but they have been absolutely terrible on defense. I think that Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to carve them up 
Patrick Mahomes, I'm sure, has been reading the press clippings of people calling for his demise, and I'm one of those people I feel like the demise of Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs has been very prematurely reported. And what else is big for the Kansas City Chiefs as well is that they're going to be without Clyde edwards Lair. He is currently on injured reserve, so no question that winds up hurting the ground game a little bit, but you are going to have Tyreek Hill eligible for this game. I know that he was someone that he had some injury concerns coming into the week. It has been tweeted out by Adam Schefter and a few others that he's expected to play in this one. Obviously, when it comes to injury information, you want to do as much homework as humanly possible before firing in any bet at all, but it looks like he's going to be going in this one. You've got Travis Kelsey. Obviously, he's able to do a great job when it comes to being able to catch patches from Mr. Mahomes. So pretty much all the weapons on offense really sans Clyde Edwards-Alaire is currently on injured reserve. Should be a go for the Kansas City Chiefs. Then you take a look at the flip side for Washington, and obviously you do have a couple pieces that leave a little bit of something to be desired. This is a team that they've been dealing with a little bit of a rotation of quarterback with Ryan Fitzpatrick currently being on injured reserve and Taylor Heineke trying to take over. Antonio Gibson was listed as questionable for this game. It does look like he is going to be able to go, and I will say the other gentleman in the backfield, J.D. McKissick, he's been able to do a very solid job for Washington whenever he's gotten opportunities as well, but I just take a look at this game. I think that you're going to get a bunch of points. You've got two defenses that, quite honestly, have been really, really bad, and you've got a guy in Patrick Mahomes that I think is going to really prove something this week. So I think that even though the Kansas City Chiefs they have been very brutal against the spread in recent weeks. This is a week in which they turn it around. They wind up getting a big giant W. I like them to be able to cover a touchdown. And heck, I like them to be able to win this game by more than seven points personally. And I think that this is going to be a total in which we wind up seeing both teams be able to put four touchdowns up on the board. So I'm taking a look at it over. And I'm going to be taking a look at the Kansas City Chiefs. Also going to be taking a look at another big one out there in the AFC. The LA Chargers are going to be on the road facing off against the Baltimore Ravens. So a little bit of a body clock game here for the Chargers. And as a result, we are seeing the Ravens as a favorite, but a very small one. You're finding them at a lot of places at two and a half. We're seeing a couple straight threes out there, but by and large, this has settled into two and a half points. The Ravens laying it with a little bit of juice. And I do think that the Ravens should be able to get it done here against the LA Chargers. I know that there's been a lot of hoopla around Justin Herbert and I think that Herbert is a terrific quarterback. No offense or buts about it, but you take a look at what Lamar Jackson has been able to do with limited re- weapons around him. Hollywood Brown has been dropping balls left and right. We saw what he wound up doing in that game against the Detroit Lions a couple weeks ago, and yet he's been able to overcome all that. And what I think really gets lost on Lamar Jackson, because we always see him moving around. We always see him being able to make those explosive plays when it comes to taking off. He has become a really good pocket passer, which I feel like that becomes a little bit of a misnomer for he and other quarterbacks as well. You wind up just seeing some of these quarterbacks and it's like, oh, he's got to be really, really mobile. And it's like, well, the guy is also able to be a really good passer. I think that you're able to say the same for Kyler Murray to a little bit of a lesser extent because you always see Kyler Murray doing a great job being able to create, be able to turn some broken plays into plus yardage. And you underestimate the fact that these guys are able to do a great job in the passing game as well. And then you take a look at the Chargers, and you've had some very good performance out of Austin Eckler recently. This guy has been absolutely incredible coming off of a little bit of injury back in 2020, and he's been able to find Bader 
quite a bit. Three touchdowns the last two weeks. He wound up having that 117-yard game against the Las Vegas Raiders. And I do think that this is a Chargers team that they've been able to do a good job of being able to take some strides forward. But I take a look at the Ravens, and I do think that they've got a little bit more on defense, despite the fact that the Chargers, they have been able to get a lot in the secondary. What I think was really a missing cog for this Chargers team last year is just the man that was pretty much out for the entire year due to injury in the secondary in that you had Derwin James just missing for that entirety of that season. Him being able to return has really been able to shore up this group. But at the same time, keep in mind, even though the Chargers were able to get that nice win over the Browns, they did wind up allowing 42 points in that game as well. I do think that things are going to be much more tame. I do think that you're not going to wind up seeing either of these teams get to like 40 plus points. So I think that things are going to be a little bit more reined in. And I, if I were looking at anything when it comes to the total, I will be looking at an under, but I do think that this is a good spot for the Ravens. I do think that that number of two and a half is very key because we've seen that guy, Justin Tucker, hit some very big field goals late, including a 66 yarder against the Detroit Lions earlier in the year. I think that this could wind up coming down to the kicking game. And obviously you wind up giving the edge to the Ravens because when I take a look at just the hierarchy of football in general, when it comes to most dominant players at their position, I think number one is Aaron Donald compared to everyone else at defensive tackle. But I think that number two, you're able to make an argument that Justin Tucker is just light years ahead of all these other kickers. He's just far and away better. He has been just warranting that much respect with what he's been able to do in recent years. So I take a look at it at two and a half. I am looking at the Baltimore Ravens. At three, if I had to make a pick, I still would be looking at the Ravens as well. But I do think that critical numbers are always something that you've got to be taking a look at. You always want to be able to get the best of it. So looking at the Ravens in this spot, also going to be looking at a little bit more of an under as well, as I think that a pair of teams that have been able to put up quite a few points, things are going to be reined in a little bit more there. It's going to be really interesting to see what we get here, as we've seen a flip of favorites in this game. Earlier in the week, we wound up seeing the Carolina Panthers open up as a one-point home favorite against the Minnesota Vikings. They are now finding themselves in a lot of places Two and a half point underdogs to the Minnesota Vikings with the total coming down a little bit. Anywhere between 45 and 45 and a half. No question. Injury concerns have really made this a little bit more of a tepid situation. And when it comes to the Panthers, it is confirmed that now Christian McCaffrey is on injured reserve. So he's going to be out at minimum the next three weeks. That is no doubt going to be something that winds up hurting this team. So you take a look at it and the Panthers are going to be up against it a little bit, but With that said, with the Panthers, what I think is very beneficial for them, for lack of a better term, is the fact that they have dealt with this from time to time. Now you take a look at the other side and the other running back in this game, and that would be for the Minnesota Vikings, Salvin Cook, has missed a couple of games so far this year. And it looks like he should be full go on this one. You want to be always checking in a little bit before kickoff in case if something changes. But I do think that you're going to be able to see him really take over. And when it comes to the Carolina Panthers, you are seeing a little bit of mixing and matching when it comes to weapons. And the shine has come off this team after they wound up losing back-to-back games. But I'm still thoroughly impressed by what we've been able to see out of Sam Darnold after it was just a bad situation with the Jets. We were all calling him a bust. What I think is the case with a lot of these players that we do wind up deeming as busts is that it's not necessarily that they're playing bad. It's just that the system is terrible. And you might wind up having a bust of a coach rather than a bust of a player. And I think that certainly with Adam Gaze, that was the case 
when it came to Sam Darnold. And what we've seen out of Sam Darnold is him be able to create with his feet as well. And his three years with the New York Jets, he wound up having five rushing touchdowns. He's already got five rushing touchdowns with the Carolina Panthers, which is why I do think that this is a Panthers team that is going to be just fine, even though Christian McCaffrey is quite a bit of a loss. I'm going to give you a little bit more on the other side with this one. Certainly, as you can tell from my voice, I am leaning a little bit more towards the Carolina Panthers. So I'm going to give you a little bit more insight on this game. And we're going to continue to look down the betting board for this NFL Sunday on the other side right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bets emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every single game, plus, Full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 a month. So sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe as we're back here for the Greg Peterson experience right here on the Sports Betting Network. Got you for two more segments and then coming up bright and early in the AM, you've got Femi Obabefe along with our good friend Mike Pritchard. He's, they're going to be coming at you for Point Spread Sunday. That is at 5 a.m. Eastern. So have no fear. They're going to have you covered on the London game. So you're going to have breakfast and football for some of you guys that might wind up being trying to recover from a fun night out and something and football. You can insert whatever you want here, but regardless, a lot of football coming up today. It is absolutely magnificent. And we left off by talking about this game between the Carolina Panthers and the Minnesota Vikings that we're going to be having coming up in more of the 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern time slot. And I do think that there is some value on the Carolina Panthers because I do think that there has been a big overreaction to what we wound up seeing from the Panthers last week against the Philadelphia Eagles. No doubt, Sam Darnold throwing those three interceptions, not necessarily so great. And he has been sacked quite a bit. 11 total sacks for Sam Darnold taken in the last three weeks, but certainly has been a little bit more mobile. More, more mobile. And you just take a look at this Minnesota Vikings team in general. And I do think that they are going to have a little bit of a tough time against the Carolina Panthers defense. And I'm not going to call it magnificent or anything like that. Jack Thompson being out of the fold, it does affect them a little bit. But at the same time, I do think that with a little bit of a banged up backfield, because it does look like you're going to have Delvin Cook in this game, but he's probably not going to be 100%. That is going to be a little bit of an issue. And then you take a look at the Vikings in general. Kirk Cousins, I do feel like winds up getting a little bit more flack than he deserves, but at the same time, he is someone that has been a little bit of an enigma, a little bit of an enigma since coming into the league as well. He certainly has been tapering off when it comes to his production the last two weeks as well. He certainly had a little bit of a clunker against the Cleveland Browns, but I don't necessarily agree with the flip of favorites. If I'm taking a look at one of these underdogs that I think has a good amount of value on the money line, that would be the Carolina Panthers. So despite the fact that we are seeing a couple injury concerns, especially when it comes to the defensive side of the ball, for the Carolina Panthers, and you obviously have Christian McCaffrey, now an injured reserve. I do think that there's some good value here with the Panthers. I'm going to be taking a look at them for a little bit of a money line play. I've been really taking a look at a lot of these 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern games, but how about if we go into one of the games that we're going to be seeing a little bit later on in the day? This is no doubt going to be a big one, as 
You've got the Cowboys, and they have been bet up against the New England Patriots. Wound up seeing the Cowboys in a lot of spots be as low as a one-point favorite. Now, a lot of spots, they were able to open this up more when it was right around a three, three-and-a-half-ish, and that's where it settled in. Right now, you're finding the Cowboys as a three-and-a-half-point favorite with the total anywhere between 50-and-a-half and 51. And when it comes to that man, Bill Belichick, it's someone that I don't necessarily like to bet against. I do think that if you wound up having to take the money line and the money line only, I would have to side with the Dallas Cowboys. But being able to get the hook on the field goal, I think, is so big when it comes to New England Patriots. We saw the spirited effort that they wound up giving in the Tom Brady, for lack of a better term, reunion game a few weeks ago. And when it comes to these rookie quarterbacks, I've really been more bullish on Mac Jones, really, than anyone else. The Mac attack has been able to do a terrific job of doing a good job of just avoiding disaster. It's not like... He's necessarily been absolutely masterful, though I will say, if you wound up watching that game against the Buccaneers a few weeks ago, you might beg to differ because in a crunch time situation, he looked very good there. The field goal just did not wind up going the way of his team. But with Mac Jones, he has been able to rein it in a tad bit more. It was a little bit concerning to see how the Patriots wound up coming out in that game against the Texans. But the big thing was the team was able to get the W. In that game, Mac Jones did wind up having an interception, but he was able to rein it in towards the back half of the game, be able to do just enough for his team to be able to get the win. And then you take a look at the Dallas Cowboys, a team that I felt like a lot of people were a little bit too bearish on coming into the year because you just take a look at the team on paper. You take a look at all the weapons, like a C.D. Lamb. You've obviously got Ezekiel Elliott, but Tony Pollard, I think, really deserves some love as well. He's been amazing whenever he's got an opportunity for the Dallas Cowboys. Prior to going down with injury last year, you wound up having a guy in Dak Dak Prescott who was on pace to be able to win a whole bunch of just records in general. So I take a look at this offense, and it is very good. And what always makes a good offense is a good offensive line. Now, Tyron Smith is questionable for this game. It looks like he's probably going to go, but you want to be checking in on that. But you just take a look at the way that they have invested in this offensive line, and it is one of the best you're going to find in all of football now. With the Cowboys, they did wind up making the move to get rid of a couple pieces on defense. We have seen them try to be able to, shall we say, wretched things up a little bit as Micah Parsons has really taken over in that primary linebacker spot. So that is something that you do want to know. But you've also got a very banged up secondary when it comes to Cowboys as well. So I do think that that is going to be beneficial to Mac Jones. What I think is going to be very critical for the Patriots is to be able to run the ball early so that way they're able to set up a play action. That way they are able to take advantage of that banged up secondary that the Dallas Cowboys have. And I do think that Bill Belichick knows all these things. I think that he's going to do a good job of being able to get his team just in line to be able to, at the very least, be able to cover this game. I think that there's a chance that they would be able to win this game outright. I give the slight edge when it comes to the money line to the Cowboys, but getting a three and a half year with the Patriots, I think is good. And when you take a look at the Patriots, they have been one of the top defenses in all of football as well. Though the Cowboys have been very explosive on offense. And let's face it, they have been playing a little bit of the Ole style defense. I do think that this is a spot in which whether you're getting a 50 and a half or a 51, I will be taking a look at the under and I do think that there's some value here with the home underdog of the New England Patriots. I think that there's a little bit of value here when it comes to a very awkward spot as well between the Denver Broncos and the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders wound up opening up in a lot of spots right around a two and a half to a three-point underdog. You're not finding them a full four-point underdog against the Denver Broncos. And you've got a whole lot going on here, ladies and gentlemen, with Las Vegas. Obviously, 
the guy that we thought was going to be coaching this team seven days ago and John Gruden, well, he's not going to be coaching the team in this one for a wide variety of reasons. And then you've got the Denver Broncos and you've got a team in which they wind up getting off to that 3-0 start. They have been exposed in recent weeks, but I do take a look at the Broncos and I do think that Teddy Two Gloves, a.k.a. Teddy Bridgewater, is going to be able to have himself a very solid game in this one. You just take a look at the Raiders and you hate to really play like armchair psychologist here, but you've got to feel like this is going to be a team that's a little bit shaken based on what wound up happening in the last few days. They've had to answer a lot of questions that I'm sure they did not want to answer. I mean, you could have your opinion on the entire ordeal that you want, but what remains the case is trying to make money on this game. And where I think the money is, is the Denver Broncos, because even without the situation that the Las Vegas Raiders are dealing with right now, they have to try to unearth a way to be able to get yardage on this defense, a defense in the Broncos that has been rock solid all year long. This is a bunch that they've given up 27 points or fewer in every one of their games. Now they've went up against a couple offenses that let's face it. They are not necessarily so great. They got exposed a little bit by Ben Roethlisberger in the first half of that game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, the giants, the Jaguars, the jets. These are a trio of teams that you don't want to be itching your wagon to, especially on offense, but I do take a look at the Broncos, and I do think that the secondary is going to be able to do a good job against a Raiders team that has become a little bit more of a try-to-gun-it-down-the-field sort of team with Henry Ruggs and company being one of the main targets for Derek Carr. No question, Waller has been able to do a great job at the tight end spot, but you just take a look at these erasers like Patrick Sertan has been very solid. Kareem Jackson has been a little bit banged up. He is questionable in this game. Looks like he's going to be a go, but I do take a look at what you're going to be able to get out of the Denver Broncos in general. And I do think that they themselves are going to be able to attack with their wide variety of pass catchers. Now, Jerry, now Jerry, Judy, him being on injured reserve, that no question winds up hurting this offense a little bit, but the good news is with the Melvin Gordon, he has been able to practice on both Thursday and Friday. Now he was a limited participant in practice, but That'll take a little bit of the pressure off of Teddy Bridgewater. And with Teddy Bridgewater, I feel like he's been one of the most disrespected quarterbacks in all of football in recent years because we all recall when he was with the Minnesota Vikings, he was really an up-and-coming star. He wound up suffering that absolutely gruesome injury when it came to training camp, and he was someone that was really, for lack of a better term, I guess you could call it, put on a little bit of a list of guys that you don't want to be trusting in, but... At the same time, I take a look at his body of work no matter where he's been. He's always been able to overachieve, especially against the spread, which is what we're always taking a look at here. But I do think that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be able to do a solid job with the Las Vegas Raiders. They have not necessarily been stout on defense, to say the least. And I think that this is going to be a little bit of a letdown spot in which you wind up having a lot of factors that wind up coming in, things that are very unfortunate, things that you don't want to be having to take a look at in general. But I think the more focused team in this game is going to be the Denver Broncos and just going to elevation in general. We have seen prove to be very, very difficult for a lot of teams, especially in the early part of the year. So taking a look at the Denver Broncos, despite the fact that we have seen that number get bet up a little bit. And in the final segment here of the Greg Peterson experience, got to give you guys a little bit of a handicap on game two of the NLCS between the Dodgers and the Braves. Also going to be taking a look at some of the marquee games on the NFL betting Board for Sunday. So, all that and more coming up next right here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Beach. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check out the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and the bets are moving for every single game, so you'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match up with the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline, over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every single game at VSIN.com as it is the final segment here of the Greg Peterson Experience. We've got a fun day of football that is going to be Getting started here on VSIN after I'm done. You've got a couple hours before you get 
Point Spread Sunday all started. Femi Obabefe and Mr. Pritchard, Mike Pritchard, they're all going to be getting you taken care of there as they're going to be taking a look at the London game and everything else that we're going to have on tap. And then from there, you just wind up getting into it wall-to-wall coverage here on the Vegas Ads and Information Network. And in the break, I was posed a very good question by Nick, who does a terrific job behind the scenes. So many of you guys give me shout-outs on Twitter for the fact that I'm up late and everything like that. But keep in mind, the guys behind the scenes, Nick, Oliver, Wyatt, they're up as well. They're putting in the hard work without them. You wouldn't be seeing my... I would say pretty face on screen, but I think I'd be telling a little bit of a lie there. My face on screen, and he was asking if I was ever thinking of writing a book, and, well, I'm writing up the VEASAN College Basketball Betting Guide. I'm going to be giving you guys insights on all 358 D1 teams. That's going to be out within the next few weeks, so don't worry. There is a book being written. It's going to be available for digital download and everything like that. We've got some of the great brass of VEASAN helping out with some of these conference previews as well, so... Do not worry, that is going to be on the way. And do not worry, we've got a chock-full slate of football betting for this Sunday. A game that I think is going to be really intriguing because this is a team in the Detroit Lions that they've got as many outright wins as myself, but they've actually been able to make you some money against the spread. The Lions, they are going to be playing OC Cincinnati Bengals. We have seen a little bit of a drop when it comes to this total. Anywhere between 46.5 is the total, and you wind up seeing this open up at 49 and. Things have held steady with regards to the spread. Right around a three and a half point favorite is where the Bengals wound up opening and they have stayed there. And I think that this is another case of which we might wind up seeing the Lions lose by like a field goal. I think there's value on them on the spread as well. You just take a look at this Lions team and they've been able to do a good job of being able to be very pesky every time it looks like a game is getting away from them. They do give you a spirited effort. And what I think is critical as well is that you've got a pair of guys that are questionable for the Detroit Lions in Jamal Williams along TJ Atkinson. It looks like both of these guys, according to Adam Schefter, are expected to play in this one. Now, you always want to be taking a look at the latest injury information before you wind up firing in any sort of a bet. But you take a look at Jamal Williams, and I do think that he could be a little bit of a difference maker here for the Lions, a guy that has been able to rack up some really solid weeks recently. Not a guy that's going to go out there and is going to give you a 100-yard game, but he's able to give you those 50, 60 yards, be a little bit of a nice change of pace for this team. I think that that's big, and Hawkinson has really become a really solid pass-catching tight end last few years in the NFL, so having him out there, I think is very critical, and we all always like to give Jared Goff a lot of flack, but keep in mind, this is a guy that just a few short years ago was able to lead the LA Rams to the Super Bowl. Now, he had some good pieces around him. Obviously, boy, wonder Sean McVay. He is a tremendous coach. He wanted putting him in some good situations, but you take a look at Jared Goff, and I don't think that he's as bad of a quarterback as a lot of people make him out to be. I think that he's going to be able to do a relatively solid job of moving it against a Cincinnati Bengals defense that, shall we say, it leaves a little bit of something to be desired. Now, something that doesn't leave something to be desired, that would be the duel of Mr. Chase along with Joe Burrow. These guys were amazing at LSU. They have been amazing here in the NFL thus far, and I do think that, as a result, you do have a little bit of value to the over because I do think that Burrow is going to be able to hook up with his main man from college in Jamar Chase, and I think that they're going to be able to have at least a touchdown apiece, and then I do think that up front, the Bengals are going to be able to win at the point of attack against a Lions front seven that, let's face it, it has also left a little bit of something to be desired, but also with the Bengals, I don't think that it can be understated how big it is the fact that they wound up getting back T. Higgins last week as well. He's someone that is able to be a little bit of a difference maker. You can tell that he was still dealing a little bit with his ailment last week against the Green Bay Packers. I think that he should be back in full force in this one. So I do think that both of these aerial attacks 
are going to be firing all cylinders in this one. So I do take a look at the over, but I do think that there's a little bit of value on the lines. I think we've been overrating just a little bit these Cincinnati Bengals. And you have to question a little bit of a letdown spot after the way that the Bengals wound up just blowing that game in general against the Green Bay Packers. It was one of those things in which it felt like you were at a restaurant with someone that was trying to be choosy with their diet. It's like, no thanks, I'm good. You can have this. And you pretty much had the Packers and the Bengals both be people that are on a diet trying to pass along like some sort of a dessert that they wound up getting for free because neither team wanted the game. They just kept on missing kick after kick after kick until the Packers finally decided, okay, I'll just take it. I'll I'll get the W. But it certainly was an intriguing spot. And who knows how the Bengals are going to be able to bounce back. Speaking of bounce backs, it's going to be interesting to see how this team winds up bouncing back as well because while we've got a chock full day of NFL football on this Sunday, we also have a very critical g game out there on the ball diamond as it's going to be game two of the NLCS. You've got the LA Dodgers hitting the road to face off against the Atlanta Braves. It has been per it has been confirmed that it is going to be Max Scherzer who's going to be going on the mound for the Dodgers. There's been a lot of question marks when it comes to just taking a look at who the Dodgers are going to be pitching in general. Corey Knable wound up getting the start the last two games for the Dodgers, so things have gotten a little bit of hair hair brain there. Meanwhile, Ian Anderson is going to be on the bump for the Atlanta Braves. We've got pretty much a consensus seven and a half on this game when it comes to the total under at minus 115, the over at minus 105. We really haven't seen any variance. So pretty much across the board, whether you're on the West Coast or the East Coast, you're finding that. And then with the Dodgers on the money line, you're finding them anywhere between about a minus 170 to a minus 185-ish. We're seeing a couple straight minus 190s out there as well. And then you're finding the Braves on the take back more around a plus 160. I would need more like a plus 170 to be able to take a shot on the Braves. So I'm not necessarily inclined on that, though. I do think that this is a Dodgers money line that I think has gotten up a little bit too lofty. Now, I personally, if I were looking at a money line and a money line only, I did wind up writing this up for the New York Post. The fact that I do like the Dodgers when it comes to the money line. Now, also keep in mind, this might not wind up running in the post just because of the way that things were situated. There were no lines available until after the game between the Dodgers and the Atlanta Braves wound up becoming final and when it comes to the New York Post this comes out very very early in the morning so sometimes audibles have to be made but with that said when I take a look at this game I do think that it's going to ultimately be a one run game you take a look at Max Scherzer and he has been nothing short of magnificent ever since coming over to the LA Dodgers which makes it so hard to bet against him in games that he has pitched in for the Dodgers the team is 12 and 1 he's got a sub 2 ERA he's given up 6 home runs in right around 80 innings and change and the guy is able to do a little bit of everything. You're looking at an ultimate postseason performer. He is that and then some. But then you also take a look at Ian Anderson, a guy that's only given up six home runs in 61-plus innings at home. He has been very solid throughout his time pitching in the postseason. He's always been able to come up relatively large as well. So that's something that you want to take a look at. And I also do like this total under as well, along with the Atlanta Braves either getting a run in half or the Dodgers on the money line because like I said I think that the Dodgers win this game outright but I do think that there is good value in taking a run in half with the Atlanta Braves as well but when it comes to the seven and a half we're taking a look at an under because with the Atlanta Braves in 11 out of their last 12 games this is a bunch in which they've given up more than four runs in one of them and for the LA Dodgers they have been very sell with their pitching they've given up four runs or fewer in each of their last nine games and when it comes to the Dodgers this team won breaking second in bullpen ERA throughout the regular season. And while the Braves weren't necessarily that gaudy, you take a look at the Braves ever since the All-Star break, which is what really matters right now, in my opinion. You take a look at the recent form, man. Braves bullpen has been lights out. Guys like A.J. Minter. Will Smith sometimes leaves you holding your breath, but Luke Jackson, guys like this, 
They have been very solid for an Atlanta Braves team that since the All-Star break, they do rank fourth in the big leagues when it comes to bullpen ERA. So they certainly have been able to deliver there. Got a pair of lineups that you do have a bunch of mashers in there. Ozzie Albies, Dansby Swanson, along with Freddie Freeman, Austin Riley, you're able to throw in there Adam Duvall. All guys that during the regular season for the Braves had 27 plus home runs and with the LA Dodgers, they were the only team in the National League that wound up averaging more than five runs per game in the National League as well, but they certainly are feeling the loss of Max Muncy a little bit, so they have been playing some lower scoring games recently. We really saw that in the National League Divisional Series against the San Francisco Giants, so I do think that you're going to get a pair of very good pitching performances in this one, so at a 7.5, I certainly do like the under, and like I said, it's certainly a little bit more strategy when you wind up taking a look at these postseason games to maybe wind up taking a run and half just because when it comes to these games, they get a little bit more tight. You know a little bit more of what's coming out of the bullpen. It's not a situation in which for the Dodgers, they wind up calling up someone from AAA Oklahoma and they say, well, Sparky, you're in the game, even though you wound up having a 70 RA in the last month out there at AAA baseball, you're not going to be having any of those shenanigans. So in this spot. If I'm looking at a money line, I'm taking a look at the Dodgers. I do think that there might be a little bit more value on taking a run and half with the Atlanta Braves. So, and when it comes to the total, we're going to be taking a look at the under and something else that I am going to be taking a look at the over on the amount of tickets cash here on this NFL football Sunday. I think it's going to be absolutely tremendous. We've got you covered with wall to wall coverage of this NFL Sunday. Also going to be taking a look at major league baseball here on the Vegas sets and information network. It's all going to be coming your way all throughout the day here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, as this has been the Greg Peterson Experience. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.